Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Brock, we're going to have you be the captain to take the ship to Rickety Hakes for refitting. Uh, okay, Captain. That's what you, uh, that's what you want me to do? I'll be glad to take this new ship to Rickety's. Maybe I'll get to see my family again. It will be good. It's been many days since I've seen them. I'm sure they're doing well. I sure hope so. Sebastian, do we have enough money to give to Brock for the refitting and... Afterwards, it should take about a week. Meet us at the atoll. Uh, yes, Captain. I think we have that in stores. I'll uh, I'll pull it and pass it on to Brock here momentarily. Ooh, Captain. What are we gonna name the ship? I hadn't planned on changing it. Wow, I forgot what what was the name of the ship. The, uh, the True Wind. The True Wind's a great name. Do you have another idea? But if we're squibbing it, we need to change the name. Uh, the False Wind. I like that person. Yes. Great name, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It is now the false wind. <laughs> Headed off to Rickety Hakes with Brock and several members of the crew involved. We'll probably make a post somewhere about which crew is split up because the last thing I want to do is a listing of names on air. So you guys have decided to squib this ship, ship it off to Rickety Hakes, and then you guys are supposed to be heading towards the Addle, correct? Maybe yes. I'll get to see my family. Get to see my family. Get to see my family. <laughs> Burn. I can't leave you guys alone. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. You leave us alone, we start killing people off. So you guys stick around, Valley. So for those people who took our warning to heart and chose not to listen to episodes 43 and 44, Rickety Hakes was burned to the ground. Everybody inside was killed by four incredibly nasty dudes. Maybe they show up later, maybe they don't. As I glare around the table at the incredibly nasty dudes. <laughs> right. It's another alter ego. Tell me, I just not, can't leave you guys. They're not incredibly nasty, they're just motivated. Well, one of them is incredibly <laughs> nasty. <laughs> yes, he was. So, we're going to skip over the next three days, and we're going to pick up right in the addle. Uh, but there is time for crafting, for planning, for deciding what is going to happen. We did a lot of that off air, so we can just present it to our audience in a much cleaner, much funnier, much better way. So you guys are sailing up onto Kelazar's Atoll. Your ship, the Fortune's Revenge, cutting through the waves. The crew working like a fluid machine three days on the mighty fever sea and you are finally figuring out this sailing ship <laughs> no way man i already knew <laughs> that's why i believe zugray is at the helm uh let's say sebastian is guiding a few of the swabs moving some boxes around uh kit you're gonna be repairing a hole in the deck because that's what you do. This is why we um, can't have nice things. It was probably Ark <laughs> dropping one of those large boxes, and that is why Ark is commanding a few of the riggers up in uh, up in the ropes. He's not allowed to lift heavy things anymore because he drops them. Uh, and Fane, I picture standing, watching over it all, hands on his hips, having no idea what's going on. Not but, a clue. <laughs> but telling them they're doing great. Uh, singing the entire to, time, yeah. inspiring courage. How many rounds did you burn? All of them. 
And that is now Canaan. Well, until day four, which we rested, right? Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> For the three days of sailing, you burned all of your inspiration, uh, watching with a happy twinkle in his eye. Uh, there is a circle of islands looming off in the distance, and the prow is pointed directly at them, sailing full speed ahead. Do you guys have anything that you would like to establish before you get to the Kelazars? Oh, get comfy. We got a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to take a break. I need some water. Okay. So I guess the first one is uh, Zugray is going to be Sebastian's guinea pig on his first magical tattoo. Oh, Sebastian yes, gets is. to use his craft tattoo. I'm so excited. What did you do? Well, uh, Zugray has asked Sebastian to do a magical tattoo of Touch of the Sea. Fine. Which so allow him to give a swim speed and whatnot. And it's going to take the form of, as I understand it, uh, one tattoo on Zuggery's left foot and one on his right of a pig and a rooster. Exactly right. Yep. It's an old it's an old real world nautical uh, superstition. Look at that. We're learning pirate stuff. That's right. Already. I so, think I, I think I posted some, uh, something about the tattoos in one of our uh, mm-hmm. buried treasure well, weekend awesome. things. And my friend, to get comfortable, yeah. this is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, for someone that's got both of their feet tattooed, it fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I assume that Zugray is going to be walking around the, the ship the next couple of days with his feet in ba- like burlap bags with poultices <laughs> all over them. No shame whatsoever. Just... <laughs> Chad, does a uh, does craft magical tattoo like that actually cause any damage? It's it's a tattoo. I just happen to be using enchanted ink and such. So, yeah, probably. I mean, uh, whether it's actual damage, I mean, rules wise, maybe some dual damage that's or what something. I was thinking, but probably no real hit point damage. I wouldn't think. I'm just curious if they had a mechanic for that. It doesn't say so. Feels like GM's discretion. GM's discretion. You took full hit point damage all two days, and now you're full back. <laughs> okay, and you're dead. What? And, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> And ten points of permanent damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't drown. <laughs> but yeah, Matt, there is there is an actual reason behind yeah. the, the pig and the rooster. Uh, from what I understand, it's because when ships would wreck, uh, the pigs and the roosters that were in crates and things like that, they would float. Uh, so when the ship would wreck, they would be the things that would safely wash up on shore. Oh, it's like small rocks and cider. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm nodding. That is it. <laughs> Gray gravy too. Gravy. <laughs> Anyway, so what else is happening on the ship? Uh, I was going to take 23 times. Uh, the three 23 days. times? 23 times. Okay. Or three times I was going to take 20. Gotcha. And I think we uh, established what those are beforehand. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting Fane to just break those out in uh, dramatic moments. I want to break it down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kelazar is a brine dragon who is apparently the leader of a group of Aderos, mm-hmm. which are sort of mermen, uh, half man woman half shark the brine dragons spit acid they can swim they can breathe underwater they're just nasty naturally nasty creatures i can't hear this without thinking moana if you haven't watched it shark head <laughs> <laughs> never seen it no i have no idea you, you have to watch it now we'll be watching that you next have week to watch it. kalazar is 122 years old he is not a youngling he is going to be formidable if nothing else that with an army of basically aquatic fighters who apparently frenzy in the rain. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they also use poison. Uh, just nasty. So we need to be prepared to be doing a lot of underwater fighting, potentially being ready to go underwater, exploring underwater. Uh, I don't know what's coming up. 
I like to imagine this is all being told to us, like, in his room that's dimly lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the dinner before the, the day that we're about to arrive. Right. Yeah, just yeah. a couple of uh, dancing lights. Dancing a couple lights. of dancing lights, yeah. Classroom time. It's like fame class. <laughs> yeah. Class, everybody, class. Gather around, children. You too, Sandor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, so lots of knowledge checking, lots of crafting, boring three days, right? All Not, t- oh. We've been playing dress up. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kitnick. Oh, Kitnick. What is, uh What has Kitnick been up to? Well, I've been I've been helping Sebastian while he's not tattooing things, uh, and, and other people. And we're making uh, Taldoran costuming. <laughs> Taldoran costume. Yes. Well, she's correct. We had learned previously that apparently Kelzar has a thing for Taldoran culture, one way or another. Right. Hopefully, not the Taldorans are exceptionally tasty sort of thing, but a thing. So, uh, who's wearing the blonde wig? That's all I want to know. Zagre. Zagre. Go on. Who do you think? We got the sparkly right. dress and everything. Little fairy wings. I mean, we got this. I am fucking adorable. <laughs> At this point, yes. Zagre just kind of looks like Angelica from Rugrats. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I was picturing. Oh, no. I can't get that image out of my head now. That is awful. Yeah. And great at the same time, and I freaking love it. It's like Zuggery. Uh, Guys, I hate to tell you this, but Zuggery is my favorite. <laughs> I know I know parents aren't supposed to have favorites among their kids. But, but they do. But I do, and it's uh. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, Sebastian will be using his disguise skill and the various crafting skills of the crew to be using my woodworking and carving stuff, stuff to make together. whatever props we need. Fantastic. Some yes. nice work and yeah. noble style Taldoran garments. Yep. All right. Uh, and sometimes Zugray is going to explain to Wampus that he's going to take him with him, but we don't really know what the island's like. We don't know what we're going to do. So I'm going to have to cast carry companion on him so I can carry him around. But the instant I know that it's safe, he's coming out. He's going to get a chance to explore. It's like the fantasy version of taking your cat to the vet. You're going to have to go in the carrier, but it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> I like imagine you like throw a blanket on him and wrap it up real quick and then cast a spell. <laughs> that might work if it wasn't a mountain lion. Who's my brave boy? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Another thing we need to be doing while we're there is uh, <clears throat> Zugray needs to pull Alyssa and Gabe, and we're going to start marking out our garden for the front of the ship. Oh, yeah. Nice. Up on the prow, right? Yeah. Up on the foredeck. Because Gabe's got normal-sized hands, not big, beefy mitts like all these other weirdos. Right. <laughs> and Alyssa likes fruit, so she's going to have to help me out with the fruit. I like to imagine over the past couple days, Ark has taken uh, that finger that he cut off from the captain he killed, yeah. and in all three bones, he's etched her full name uh, in Scald, and he's, like, added them to his beard collection. That's gross. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on from that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Swiftly. The Dread Pirate arc. <laughs> no, but pirates did that. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the frightening visage, especially Blackbeard, the most famous one, with the either the burning fuses yeah. burning out of his hat or in his beard and wrapped in. To make yourself fearsome mm-hmm. is a very piratey thing. Yeah. I'm super fearsome. She is Kidnick small, is. so she is fierce. I am small, but I am mighty. <laughs> so you guys are dragging up are flying towards this circle of islands. And this is sort of what it looks like. You see a circle of islands, and in the middle is a large prow or a large mast of a ship sticking out of the water. You know masts are 30 to 60 feet tall, uh, but that's what you see is just the top of this mast. So you know about where at least one ship has gone down. So 
shouldn't be too, too deep then. Like Correct. 60, 80 feet maybe? Yeah, you're probably looking closer to 20 to 30 with as much as you're seeing. Okay, cool. We can probably send Alyssa down under there once we get permission. From Alyssa? <laughs> <laughs> no, from, from, from the dragon guy. Kalazar? Yeah, because she could go down underwater and check it all out for us. Yeah. Quickly. Good. And so you guys are drawing close, uh, closer and closer. And then you... Uh, the camera really focuses in about a hundred yards out from where uh, your ship is, a couple hundred yards at least, and you see a zigzagging line under the water, and it's cutting the waves directly towards the ship. About a hundred yards before it actually gets anywhere close to you guys, you see a huge burst, a huge plume of water, and it just sprays from the front to the back of the ship, and leaping up out of the water is this huge, 10-foot dragon, nice big wingspan, going straight up into the air, and he goes 200 feet above you. He then circles around once, folds the wings back, and just plummets down, down towards the ship. Just And then just before he's about to crash through the prow of your ship, wings come open, and he settles down on your figurehead. I am Kelazar. Who sails into my atoll? We are the crew of the Fortune's Revenge. We come seeking audience with Kelazar. And who is the captain of this <coughs> Fortune's Revenge? Zagre points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, now I'm Captain <laughs> I am Captain Fane. Captain Fane, what are you doing here? We have been hired to seek the wreckage of a ship owned by a merchant consortium. Yes. We seek to find the item that they're looking for. And what would I, Kelazar, master of this atoll, what would I care about your petty problems? None at all. Just let us pass. Very well. You may pass by my atoll and never appear again. What can we do? find the ship in your atoll. What do you want? He looks around the ship, stares up and down. You can tell he's probably casting a spell or two, probably detect magic. Nothing. You have nothing that I want. You have no needs? Pfft. From petty mortals such as you? No. Petty mortals can get around this ocean quite rapidly. I can get around much, much quicker than you. And he begins to beat his wings and he lifts up off the front of your ship. We'd really appreciate it. And he begins to fly away. You know any Eldoran songs? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are we dressed yet? We didn't expect him to come to us. So as he's lifting up and into the air, dear Fane, please God give me a knowledge nobility roll. 20. 20. That is enough to know the etiquette to address a Taldoran noble. With a bow, takes off his hat. Lord Kalazar, please grant us an audience with your magnificent self to this atoll so that we may continue on and do as we have been bade. Uh, as soon as the words Lord Kalazar come out of your mouth, he settles back down. Lord Kalazar. Hmm. I'm listening. And he stays bowed until told otherwise. Sort of like a salute that's held until they saluted back. Ah, someone knows their manners. And you will see Kelazar bow towards you, Captain Fane. Fane stands back up. We would very 
much appreciate leave by your magnificence to examine this atoll and find the sunken ship to retrieve the property for this merchant consortium, your lordship. All right, Fane. That is giving you enough to do a diplomacy roll. All right. Somebody here wanted to give me a little assist. Uh, sure, let me, uh, let me no. roll intimidate. No assist? No assist. Okay. But here's what you get. Plus two, another plus two, plus another plus two. Six. And you guys are wearing your normal stuff right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we were Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we were close enough to him. Well, you said we were only like 100 yards away from the atoll. Well, but we were probably not. Yeah. We probably weren't prepared just quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. Get a total of a plus six. Plus six. 33. 30. Plus six, right? Yep. 32. No, wait. 33. Alrighty. Then Kelazar just smiles down at you and goes, Yes. You may search for a merchant ship. Who are they associated with? The Aspis Consortium. Hmm. And he kind of looks down, thinks a little bit. Do you know what flag they fly? Do I know what flag they fly? Give me a knowledge Aspis Consortium. Uh, it's plus, <laughs> probably plus eight. Natural 20. Uh, 28. Yes, you do. Uh, it is a flag with, it's usually a snake wrapped in the infinity symbol with the snake head up top. It is a snake wrapped in an infinity symbol with its head up top. Ah, yes. I know of a battle that happened between a ship flying those colors and another one with a captain with fiery red hair. It was roughly six weeks ago. Did the other ship fly colors? They flew a black flag. Just pure black? Yes. So by your leave, we may look for this ship and gather the material? In fact, since you are of, obviously, Tal'Doran heritage, I will show you where this fight took place. And he lifts up. Thank you, my lord. And he flies about half a mile to the east of the islands. Kind of circles around, touches down on the water, circles back up, flies back to you, settles down on the prow again. Did you see? Yes, my lord. Very well then. If that is all you needed... Kate goes up and kind of elbows the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kate. We're still looking for something else too, don't forget. Let's do one thing at a time. But he might leave. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Little one, is there something else you wanted from the Lord Kalazar? No, your magnificence. Yeah, there is. We're looking for the other horn. The what? (laughs) We had heard of uh, another ship that had wrecked in this area in your kingdom. The Saber's Kiss, which held information or a map or a piece of a map to another place. And at the name Saber's Kiss, wings flare up, nostrils flare out. You see just the beginnings of bubbling acid around his lips, and he just spits into the ocean, sizzles. And Kit. when you look down, you see the Adero circling around your ship at this point. Kit hides Not- in the captain's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you see these half-human, 
half shark hybrids swimming around your ship, you see full on great white sharks circle your ship repeatedly. And there's got to be at least a dozen white and two to three dozen of these hybrids. And as he's foaming at the mouth and he spits in the water, probably hits one of these or as it sinks down, he goes, the saber's kiss. The leader of that killed my mother. And I, Kelazar, the mighty Kelazar, and he lifts his wings out full extension, have wreaked revenge upon them. As is your right. What do you want with the saber's kiss? Ark will scream out, was your mother's name Martha? <laughs> okay, somebody... I give you a gift of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> you got to be careful with that, Mr. Ark. Open um, the tastiest dish. <laughs> uh, so is this the classic RPG sitting around the table, somebody makes a joke and goes, no, really, that was out of character? <laughs> and when the GM goes, are you sure you want to say that? No, I'm not sure I want to say that. Okay. Because <laughs> Sebastian will fully help Fane kick your ass into the water. Uh, the full tabletop experience, everybody. Uh, we have take backsies. What's yes. <laughs> per session? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Kelzar, foaming at the mouth, wings outspread, pissed off that you even mentioned this ship sunk in the middle of his addle. Your Majesty, I did not intend to cause ire. But if you would let us, we can remove this ship from your domain. (laughs) That is a treasure. That is a reminder of everything that I fight for. Cannot move it. Your pathetic ship doesn't even have the right equipment. We're pretty crafty. We could probably figure it out. And we have a druid. Absolutely not. As you wish. We just need the doodad. What about the doodad? (laughs) (laughs) You're talking, you just need the doodad. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Zugray leans I'm, out from behind J- Jaundice Jape, where he's been hiding this whole time. And I just re- need the doodad. I repeat exactly what uh, Zugray says. Sebastian's standing in the background with his face, his head just in his hands. Fane didn't want to push it. He just wanted to do the first ship first and then see how things went. But, well, we're, we're kind of there now. And so Kelazar looks out. So, little tiny goblin, you want a doodad. I have searched that ship. I have stripped it of anything of value. What doodad are you looking for? Out of character, I don't remember because it's Is it the horn? Is it the horn or is it the part of the map? It's horn. It's one of the horns. It's expected that a part of the map map. is also with it. Okay. Zugray will step out from behind Jape's leg, and in Aquan, he will say, As far as I know, we're just looking for a horn. So it's not really that special looking if you don't know what it is. So maybe you just left it in a cabinet. Captain, he's conspiring with the dragon. I can speak Aquan. Oh. <laughs> He's not conspiring with the dragon. Good. So you just said you're looking for a horn. It doesn't look that... And he just kind of laughs. <laughs> a horn. What do you need of a horn? Don't know yet. You've traveled this far. Kelazar's Atoll is not on any major merchant trip. This is not an easy task. You sail all the way out here looking for just a horn. If you would like to try and actually consider continue the story, just give me a bluff. Uh, real quick, bluff what, what was the name of the ship that held the treasure? 
Or the captain that had the treasure. Or it, I, Gemma I Redclaw, wasn't it? It was the treasure of Gemma Redclaw. So one reason I'm asking about a bluff is I haven't lied to him yet. I'm well, not doing any lying. Sebastian, I've got an idea what Sebastian might step in for a minute. Okay. Since it, 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 it relates to Atagoke. Yeah, so, so you're more familiar with this than Zugray is. He's just kind of going off secondhand knowledge. It's the lie of a mission at this point. The horn's more important. It's not yeah. just a horn. Sebastian actually steps forward at this point. Your Magnificence, our small friend here is a little unfamiliar with why we seek this item. It was a dear crew member of ours who was lost to us some time ago, a man named Adagoke. This horn was taken from his mother previously by this pirate, and he had always searched for it, and at the time he passed, we had made a promise that should we find information of it, we would attempt to recover it. Fate has brought us to your atoll searching for this merchant's treasure. It also seems to have brought us to find our departed friend's heirloom, if you will. An heirloom, you say? Now give me a bluff for sure. <laughs> Silver tongue, since I'm also, as you said, lying by omission. Uh, so that should be a plus 19 to bluff. Let's see what rolls higher. That's a 22. 22 total. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so somebody rolled a 2. I rolled a 3, but yeah. Uh, Want to use a hero point? I don't have any. Can I blow a hero point to let Chad re-roll? Absolutely. Send it this way. Yes! Hero points used! Thank you. And our RP encounters, I love it. That would be 35. Yes! <laughs> much, much Good better job. roll. <laughs> <laughs> However, slightly, and uh, just you guys hold on for just a second. Let me uh, get through this. Kelazar, you see a twinkle in his eye. You see a smile caress his lips. You see he doesn't believe any of the shit you're throwing right now. <laughs> well, boo. However, he wants to be entertained. So if you're able to entertain him with this story well enough, he will allow it to go by him. And so with this smile upon his lips, what do you do next? Fane will just sigh, take a couple of steps forward. We're looking for the three parts of the map of Gemma Redclaw to find the lost treasure. We want to be rich. It's said to be lost far out into the shackles. You hold one part, we hold a second. There's a third to be found. It's a great adventure. We've fought Naga. We've fought beasts beyond belief. We've fought other dragonkin. Just to come to your to come to your kingdom to find another piece, another leg of our journey. Please allow us to continue our adventure. And so Kelazar will then roll a sense motive on that story. That was completely true. And find out that it's completely true. And so one of you tells the truth. You're pirates. You want to be rich? I am Kelazar, Lord Kelazar, and I understand. However. I want to be rich, too. So in order to access my kingdom, to search this ship for your missing piece, I will allow you to do it for a fair price. How much do you think Gemma Redclaw's treasure might be worth? At least 50 gold. <laughs> and Kelzar puts his head down. You did not sail all the way out here. Treat with me for mere 50 gold. At least. I have no idea. It was a Mwangi savage that gave us the information. 
And Dave reacts negatively. <laughs> <laughs> Uncool, bro. Uncool. <laughs> the ghost of Attic, okay? It's called negotiating. I'm trying to, I'm trying to devalue with this here, okay? <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I felt the heat off that. Listen, they call you Mogwai. <laughs> That's true. You should get me right when you insult me. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh my At goodness. At least I tried to make you sound noble and, you know. And then Fane's point of view, that wasn't a lie either. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, um, Kelazar is now going to do a knowledge check on Gemma Redclaw's treasure. Can I take a knowledge check too? Because I really don't know. You can. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What, what is that? What, what do you have to roll for that? History. It's worth 350. 13. 13. <laughs> yeah. She was indeed a pirate captain. All right. She did indeed have a red claw mechanical hand, and she did disappear several years ago. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> you slept through history class. Yeah, right. <laughs> At least on that part. Yeah. I'll never need to know about pirates. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I can take 20 today. Unfortunately, you already rolled. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take 20 on that anyway. Never mind. Okay. Somebody give me... No. I'm going to need some sort of offer that is going to please Kalazar before I continue with what he is saying. He can have Sebastian's portion. (laughs) A fifth of the treasure? Does one of your magnificence require gold? Is there not something that we can do that's worth more than money? Fan can sing a song to you. I can sing a song to you. That sounds terrible. <laughs> you haven't heard me sing. Still sounds awful. Yeah, I don't blame you. I will need recompense. Some sort of assurance. And I don't want to gamble on what this treasure is actually worth. I want something in my claw. You can have Gabe. And who is Gabe? <laughs> well, we've been training the cabin boy. I'd like to keep him around, but it don't could be insurance. Don't give that easy. I mean, that's just, that's just wrong. Wait. Wait, wait. No, no, you can't take Gabe. Gabe's going to help me grow plants. I've been training him. This is his first test. Does Gabe know stories about Taldor? Yes. Can Gabe come forth and tell me one of these magnificent stories to entertain me? No, 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 Gabe is probably in the captain's quarters, locked, like, Mm -hmm. away. I might consider it if somebody can tell some magnificent stories and stay with me. Let me go get Gabe. Very well. Fane's going to walk into Captain's Quarters, take 20 on a Tal'Dorian story, and tell Gabe that story. Okay. Tell the dragon. <laughs> Brutal. So now you want this, uh, what, eight-year-old child to memorize a story that you have to tell him in time to get back out? Well, it's going to be the story told by an eight-year-old, so sure. Okay. Kit, uh, since the captain's walked away, Kit kind of wanders over to, uh, to Zugray quietly. He's like, Hey, it's great. Yeah, I have a plan. Okay. You know the, 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 the costuming stuff we've been making? Right. So, if he can get Cape to tell a story, why don't we just act it out? All right, let's do that. We, we, can, we can distract some attention. That way, if the story's really bad, he'll at least he'll be entertained. Okay, let's do that. All right. And so, ten minutes go by. <laughs> As Fane tells the ten-minute story, actually, let's say it's a three-minute story, to Gabe three times. I was about to tell over and over. Yes. Just the highlights. Just remember the highlights. Who wants to play Gabe? 
Owl player. I don't think I can pull off that voice. All right. So I Gabe, feel like Adam has to, has to since he's the one yeah. volunteering. Uh, you know what? I'm with Avery on this one. Um, Thanks, Avery. No problem, man. Uh, so, um, how, Matt, will you tell me that Taldorian story three times? <laughs> sure, we'll do that off air. Yeah. Uh, let's tell the story of Goldilocks. Uh, is that the one with the bears? Goldilocks and the three bears, porridge and chairs? Mm-hmm. Yes. How old are you? <laughs> porridge and chairs and beds. Was there beds, too? Okay. Were, that's how they found her. They found her in the bed. They found her in the bed? Are the you bed. a teenager or 90? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure it out. We still don't know. <laughs> I will say that the whole time, Fane is standing right beside him with his hand on his shoulder. Okay. Like he's got him right there. All right. And so Gabe walks out. You're off the hook, Adam. I'll tell the story. <laughs> so Gabe walks out. And uh, Kelizar looks down at the extremely tiny human. I have to use every bit of my dragon eyes to see this small child. And this is who you want to give me stories for centuries to come? Wait to see the acting. This is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. Make me an offer now or I will destroy your entire ship. Zugray got a 31 on an acrobatics check. Nice. <laughs> as he comes bursting out of the, uh, <laughs> from under, from uh, uh, up from the lower decks, dressed up in the Tal'Doran finery <laughs> with his wig. Like ah! As Goldilocks. Oh. With the wig. Okay. And the dress. All right, cool. So what else does Zugray do when he bursts out with the wig on his head? What are you doing? Well, I'm assuming Kit is going to be with me. And, okay. uh if Gabe starts telling the story, we're going to act it out. I summon a loot and start playing. Okay. And I'm somehow going to play all three bears. Or I uh, can be the bears. Sebastian's <laughs> going to use prestidigitation and ghost sound and what to enhance it as much as he can. All right. If you guys knock this out of the park, you all get a hero <laughs> point. I'm going to sit back here and do it. Yeah, I'll play. I can play one of the big bears. I'm already wearing a bear you outfit. Already, yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. You're already Gabe, man. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> well, but he can explain what Ark is doing. Sure. Sure. I don't know if he's that good, though. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Do we start telling the story? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to hear Adam's rendition of the story anyway. Uh, yeah, I know, I I'm trying to remember agree, the Goldilocks yeah. story. <laughs> the more you mess it up, the better. I'm happy. All right, so Gabe starts off, uh, and Gabe's probably terrified, too, so he's, like, sh- shaking in the boots and whatnot and sweating, pouring sweat, and he looks up at the dragon. Okay, so the story of Goldilocks goes, uh, there is a blonde, and he points at Zugray. <laughs> he throws his arms up in a victory pose. <laughs> and uh, they're going through the forest, the blonde, and they find a house. And in the house, there are bears. And Zugray is running. He's using his climb speed. He's running all up and down the ship. He's running up the mast. He's running back down. He's opening up barrels. Ark is just sitting there, like, walking around, like, chasing Zugray. But actually, there are bears in the house yet because the bears are gone. She finds the house empty without the bears. She's really tired. And she's really tired, so she eats some porridge, and the porridge is too hot, and it's too cold. But then there's this one that's right, and there's some beds, and they're all too small and too big. And then there's one that's just right, so Goldilocks gets in. <laughs> and uh, Zugray runs up to one of the barrels and grabs some fish and starts eating the fish with both hands when he's trying to explain. Of course, he doesn't actually spit any of it out. Kit, but... up, Kit grabs a, like, a blanket from downstairs, runs up, and like when, when Zug lays down, throws a blanket over him like he's in bed. <laughs> Conk shoo, conk shoo, conk shoo. And then, and then the bears come home, and their porridge is gone, and they're pissed, so they eat Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that Ark approaches with an axe. And then Zugray stands up. What? And then we cut to black. Zugray's fun. And then Gabe like rushes off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And we all take a bow. I was about to bust it with the Yogi Berra voice again. That was the best Gabe voice ever. And Kelazar is rolling. Oh. That was fantastic. Somebody give me a diplomacy roll. You know what? Make it be Gabe. Fortunately, Gabe has a plus 15 to diplomacy. Uh, actually, <laughs> would um, someone else like to roll for diplomacy? Whoever support? has the highest diplomacy score, I'm gonna give me the thing. Because so. we had the loot playing. We had the grand oh. theatrics. We had Gabe and Ark swinging an axe. And what was Sebastian doing? Basically enhancing with special effects. Uh, fantastic. All Nothing the confetti like... coming out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bear growling sounds with ghost sound oh. and dancing lights and obscuring mist. And and... <laughs> as soon as he said, cut to black, I cast darkness. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then Gabe was gone. <laughs> and oh he, yeah, Sebastian will step forward as Gabe runs off. and Your magnificence... We hope that this has been amusing for you and that, that our young Gabe has done a... I'm, I don't know why I'm not doing the voice. Has has done a, a fantastic job and I will try a diplomacy roll and really hope I roll better than I did before. And a single tear drips from a dragon eye. Pure acid. That diplomacy yeah. roll. And please God roll high. 24. Before any other bonuses. In choking back tears, Kelazar says that story and its enactment was so grand, so beautiful, and so well done that I will require a mere 3,000 gold and you may retrieve the final piece or a piece of your missing treasure. And I will not even require the presence of the child. My will, my desire for stories has been sated for at least 24 hours. Oh man, I was going to tell the story about the frog and the scorpion. Oh please, little Gabe. <laughs> oh please, Gabe, please, yes. little Gabe. I don't know so, that one. Sebastian <laughs> lip stitches the child. <laughs> while, while your friends try to come up with the gold required to search this treasure, you tell me the story. Of the frog and the scorpion, is what you said? Aye. Very well. Please go. And we cut the black. <laughs> <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> okay. That dragon has no taste. That's all I'm uh, saying. Thank goodness. He, he really likes cult movies, like <laughs> B grades. Yeah. Oh, God. So, uh, what kind of ship's loot do we have, Quartermaster? Mm, nothing really, honestly. Um, we mostly divvied it up. That's what I thought. Do you have that staff still, the spear? Nope, we sold it. Okay. Now, Can we bring oh. him the money later? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt now, it. that being said, for Ark's share of the treasure, you know, Sebastian can cover this. <laughs> or do we have, like, a point of plunder or something? Can we do that? Do we have any plunder? Would you let us use plunder as... Yes. A, a but I don't know if you have enough. We don't. How many you points would it? Three points. Three points. Oh, we only oh, have two, we right? do not. Oh, okay. Oh, I have it liquid. 
like my character personally has okay. it liquid. Yeah, I have one it almost liquid personally as well. I'm close. I have nowhere near it. One second. Fang goes back to the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. Takes a second. Comes back out with a hammock. Okay. Oh, yeah. Would you take this, which is valued much more than 3,000 gold? Detect magic. Figure out what it is. I explained to him yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's the hammock of yeah. hospitality. Yeah. He's like... I think it's valued at 5,000. I was about to say, what is the value of that hammock? Th- it's a lot. Uh, I can check um, right here. You know what? Don't even worry about it. 5,000, yeah. He will accept. I... Lord Kalazar, ex- humbly accept this gift from Captain Fane of the Fortune's Revenge. May you find what you seek. And he snatches up the hammock and he begins to lift off. Farewell, friends, and come back anytime with more stories and acts of Tal'Dorden history. I will long tell the story of Goldilocks. And the three something bears. I just feel like I've got to set him straight. <laughs> <laughs> and he flies off to tell the Adaros over and over. Very windy from Penny, uh, Peter Pan like. He's going to tell the Adaros this horrible story of Goldilocks for the rest just of the Just imagine Fane the whole time is like just wincing every other word. Just like, like, Fane oh, is professionally God. offended oh at God. this. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so you have permission. The Aderos and the great white sharks that have been circling your boat, they disappear. They scatter off into the distance. And uh, Kelazar has uh, flown off into the mountaintops. He said 24 hours. I don't know. Let's make haste to make sure we get everything done in the next 24 hours. Sounds good. Agreed, because I don't think I can live through another story. So so actually sailing your ship into the middle of these islands would be dangerous. You'd be much better off anchoring or setting up shop here and taking a rowboat towards the mast that you see sticking up in the middle. Kit, we are dropping anchor. Yay! You are not at dock. You, uh... Okay, fantastic. So, uh, you guys are a simple rowboat journey away from the mast. I will say it's probably early morning when you arrived. It's probably noon by now once you get through all of these antics on this damn ship. What do you do? How are we yeah. going to get down there? I mean, otherwise we're going to spend a lot of time just swimming around looking for this Right, thing. that's kind of what I was yeah. thinking. Use the resources. Well, we have several instances of Touch of the Sea, right. which gives yeah. us swim speed. So For we can minute, we yeah. can all move down there. Well, we know where the Aspis Consortium ship is, roughly. Right. He showed us that. Yeah. That's true. And we pretty much know where the other one is, because it's dead center. So is that the, is that is the ship? The, oh, the, that one is the prowl that's, or the masses. Okay, so yeah. yeah, we actually know where we're going. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah then in that case. I can give everyone two hours of water breathing, so... Okay. So at best, I say we split <laughs> split up the party and check out the two ships. All at once? Well, I mean, <clears throat> do you think we can get both of them done in two hours? Hopefully. Because I was about to say, that way all five of us can stay together. We can all use Touch of the Sea. We can all swim down there. I'm just concerned about our time frame. I, I do believe that he would come back in 24 hours and charge us for more time. So the question is, which one's more important to us, the, the horn or the Aspis, Aspis Consortium? So what are you guys going to do? You have the, the ship in the middle of the islands, and you have this area that uh, Kelazar pointed out to you guys. Uh, say with you, start with the obvious, the one we see. Okay. And try to get the horn from the ship. Right. 
Um, the Daros and the Great White Sharks, they've disappeared out. You drop the ship, your rowboat, basically over the side. You all jump in. I'm assuming it's the five of you. Kit, do you want to use your hat? No, it's okay. We've got good, we've got good rowboats right Okay. <laughs> That's one, I just want to see it next. <laughs> I like to imagine as we're like descending uh, into the ocean, Ark is whispering to you guys, and he's like, man, really glad I didn't have to kill that dragon back there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bravado. Your, uh, let's just say your grasp ex- exceeds your reach. I'm impressed with your we? confidence. All right, so you guys then row your boat, row your boat gently down the Kelazar's Adel, and you arrive at the mast sticking up and out of this water. You can easily tie your rowboat off to this mast so it is in a secure place. It will not swim away. What do you do at this point? Tortuga flies up and sits on top of the mast. Good Tortuga. Well, at this point, I imagine we're going to have to dive. So, I know at least a couple of us can cast Touch of the Sea. So that's probably the place to start. Right. I do not have Touch of the Sea memorized. Okay, I have I have it. So, okay. I guess you don't have to now with your tattoo. Right. That's true. Uh, before you can do that, though, uh, let's all huddle up. <laughs> and, uh, Fair enough. And get into the big, uh, let's all hands in. And uh, and then Zugray can cast Water Breathing, uh, which says that it can last two hours per level. And you can split it up amongst creatures touched. So level five, five of us, two hours each. The math is really easy. Oh, exactly. I love it. All right. So Water Breathing for two hours for you guys. Uh, Sebastian, you're doing Touch of the Sea? Yep. On everybody. everybody. Well, everyone that needs it. Okay. That's everyone. Which I assume I, is everyone. I can cast Alter Self. I, you can save one of your spells. I can okay. turn into a Gilman. So I okay. have movement of 30. All right. So Sebastian is casting a Alter Self. Fane. Fane is yeah. going to cast Alter <laughs> yeah. Self. And his eyes kind of glaze over and gills pop out on his neck. Fine. So it looks the same. It's just a little more aquatic. All right. All right. Well, that's four of my level one spells, so. One, two, three, four. So we all have touch of sea and breathe underwater? Yes. Yep. Yes. Gotta move quick, because we have minutes. Yep, so that how is... long does touch of the sea last? Uh, touch of the sea is one minute per level, so we have five minutes of, basically, okay. we have a swim speed. All right, I am going, as the GM, to burn one minute off of everybody's little spells here. And this is what you see when you swim down. The water is crystal clear. It uh, it flows and ebbs and back and forth, but it's crystal clear. You can see 20 feet down and the deck of the main ship. You swim down, you explore the top for a little bit, but there is nothing left on the main deck of this ship. You swim around the outside just briefly, kind of just catch your, uh, you know, get a hold of your surroundings. You see a massive hole in the prow of the ship that leads into what you would imagine to be the lower hold. On the main deck, the doors that would lead into the main hold have been ripped off. So those are the two major entrances into this area. Which one do you guys go into? And let's find out next week. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Son of a bitch. You suck. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll find out next week.
Silence. Brock Harrington, you will take the ship to... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. It's just, it's just too funny. Uh, man, you got to have, have a lead in. You got to have like, and the captain's going to be... I, was I just it. like I just like I how you, how flat you said it. Like you're so <laughs> bored, you're like Brock Harrington. <laughs> just whatever, take the ship. It's yeah. fine. Get it out the of Fane my is bored all the time. Like, have you heard his voice? Uh, yeah. Poor okay. Fane is like, do you see the fuckers I'm surrounded by? How could you not be bored? God. Okay. Encumbered by idiots, we press on. <laughs> all right, you do your thing. I'm gonna shut up. Brock Harrington, oh, come on now. You're the next captain on the Price Is Right. <laughs> I never thought it would happen. One dollar. <coughs> I think we're killing Valley. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's totally what we're using. The Brock Harrington. Yeah. Brock Harrington. <laughs> to cast uh, Windy Escape once per day. Great. And I did just think that is a racial spell for the Sylph. I know, but if you don't meet the requirements, it just makes it more difficult to do. Okay. So I didn't meet the requirement. It just added plus five to my spellcraft. Okay. I, yeah. I didn't know if you had access to it or how. No, I don't. I don't have access to the spell at all, so it just made it plus five, which is a DC 11, which I can essentially take 10. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, not take 10. I, I can't fail. Like, I roll and I have a 10. Now I've learned something. Yeah. You cheater. Yeah. Somebody check up on that. What else?